Hello and welcome to the Gallant View Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff and I'm delighted to be coming to you live from Broadwood Stadium as we talk about a, what ended up a scudding for Rangers women over Aberdeen. Enjoying me is Graham. Graham, how are you? I'm good, Colin, mate. Thoroughly enjoy, enjoyable afternoon for many a reason. Uh, obviously, um, how the the week up um, draw came out gave... Gives all a wee bit of a boost as well, you know what I mean? It's kind of going hand in hand in tandem, the Rangers men's and Rangers women. So, you know, it's finishing off a Sunday very, very strongly. So, obviously, Rangers 5, Aberdeen 1. Um, Rangers got off to quite a, quite a decent start, first 10, 15 minutes, I thought. Um, similar to last week, it was chance after chance. What was your thoughts on how we started? Pretty much that. Um Really fast start, really good tempo um, to play. Again, we could have had we could have had a f- probably three or four goals in the first fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, when we take the lead, uh, fully deserved. And another class goal from from Colin, uh, picking up where she was last week. And yeah, one now you expect is to go in the ascendancy and really, you know, really reaffirm a lead and take the game further to Aberdeen, but. Didn't seem to work in that way. We weren't sure if the correct term was thunder bastard or, or just thunderstrike. Way how great a dig it was for for edge of the box, just such power on it. Chelsea corner. It's with the midfield too. I thought best player in the park was Kirsty McLean today, uh, but we probably didn't see Rangers rely on them as much as we did like, last year, as much as they did. But they looked as if they're getting any quite a. A solid wee partnership, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think Kirsty McLean is clearly one of the best young talents in Scottish football. She absolutely showed it today. Um, again, we talked to her nickname any last week, and she she absolutely played like an ace in the middle of the park today, breaking up play, spreading the ball, brilliant, superb. Um, she really is one of one of our best assets just now. Honestly, her foot is like a velvet pillow when <laughs> the, the ball comes to her. It just caresses the ball, then she moves it on. But oh, nothing away for Chelsea calling it's goal. Um, absolute great, great strike um, into the tap bin. Keeper had no chance. And Aberdeen keeper had a decent decent game today. Like Again, it was so similar to last week where it was chance after chance if not in 15, 20 minutes. The game did start to dip at a Rangers point of view in Aberdeen. Well, before we talk about Aberdeen coming in there, Rangers did start to become quite wasteful in possession, very loose on the ball, a lot of balls, no, a lot of passes, no getting the right weight, and it was it became quite scrappy. And the more that happened, the more Aberdeen came into the game. No, listen, it did. It became really scrappy. Um, we talk about the Aberdeen goalkeeper. Like we, it's one nil. One nil is obviously the most fragile lead. And Fucking cliche right there, isn't it? Absolutely, a delicious cliche, but it is, it's true, and we showed that for all the chances we had. Joe Potter, obviously, in the interview that you played, talks about the Aberdeen goalie, came from Liverpool, she's really good and she showed that, but, you know, we need to finish chances when we can. As you said, the game becomes a bit scrappy. Aberdeen come into it and, and they score, you know, we go in one all at half time, but they deserve their equaliser. Um, it was coming and it was all about Getting the getting the guys in at half time. The frustrating thing with that was that goal was coming and back to the being wasteful in possession. We were losing the balls in the wrong area and Aberdeen were breaking very quickly, so we were losing losing balls with a simple 
the simple passes when we had so we committed so many players forward and they put a lot of pressure because we're only playing with a three at the back still it's still um, Cathy Hill Nicola Doherty and Rachel McLaughlin in the back three but the onus is on Rachel McLaughlin and Nicola Doherty to support the attack and you do see them getting forward so it came a couple of times the long ball forward and we were lucky enough to get away with it but eventually it was one on one and the was it Bailey Hutchinson it was I um, she, she did give them a bit of a hard time in the last 20 minutes of the first half she did she did like as I say um, it wasn't wasn't the greatest finish to the second half we could have hoped for and going in at 1-0 for all our possession for all our chances we didn't take them so I mean we, we couldn't complain going in at 1-0 uh, and as I say as we asked Joe Potter about you know what, what do you say to the players you, you know the, for all the possession we had for all the chances she had to rev them up again in the first half. She said herself the performance she wasn't happy about good result, but um, and you could see that we came out the second half really almost like an entirely different team from the last twenty minutes of the first. So yeah, night and day. So in the, the second half then and you know, I don't know if the Rangers women have just watched and um the um, the scrolls come in if they got the same boost as we did when um, the um, the League Cup results came through but it started much brighter and this second goal um, Mia McCauley popped up where before that it was just chance after chance for Rangers we were really starting to overload the box and we were putting so much pressure in Aberdeen and for the edge of the box um, Mia McCauley gets the second ball in the half volley Hits it so well and it dips just at the the right time, so the keeper had no chance, and that capped off quite a decent decent two weeks that we've seen her play. Um, she was she was very lively again today, and you know she deserved. She ended up getting the fifth goal as well with a header, and for the wee split on the park, probably not with a header as well. What did you think about her? Fantastic. We spoke last week about uh, certain our younger players and. McCauley had a great game today. Uh, anyone could see that. Like we talk about Mc, uh, McLean in the middle of the park, who was fantastic. But McCauley out wide um, was excellent. Our work rate's brilliant. And again, her on one side, McLean on the other. We really do have uh, really promising young players, and she thoroughly deserved it. Like that second goal, half volley, edge of the box, top bin. It was an absolute cracker. Uh, brilliant. McLean did have a wee bit of a quieter game today, but again, when wingers will be inconsistent in all of world football and they'll drift in and out of games but it's important we've got two options either side do you know what she had a quiet game going forward there was a couple of times defensively she broke up Aberdeen attacks and as we talked about last week her work ethic is excellent um, and she's not just in there because she's skillful and she can take uh, take a player on her work ethic's excellent and the way this system's playing you need that work ethic out wide they both have it in absolute droves so McCrawley popped up with the second goal and the last goal, but the third goal came for Rio Hardy. Um, I'm, I'm taking ownership. Um, last week when she scored, uh, I, I said to you, tweet, her name is Rio, which is the Rangers number 10, and then the Rangers Tannoy. Um, well, Colin, I don't remember that at all. I don't remember <laughs> you mentioned that song at all. I think that was all in me, was it not? Get it up here. <laughs> um, and that was played when she scored. This is a lovely wee finish. Um, breaking through, again, Kirsty McLean, she plays through the lines so well, Kirsty McLean. She was pitting out the strikers and 
in the right position. She's her vision's excellent, so she's found uh, Rio Hardy um, playing on the edge of the the centre half, and a lovely wee dink over the keeper. Um, <clears throat> a lot of our play were playing on the shoulders um, today. The Aberdeen back line, um, and you could see that, that a lot of our chances were created that way this week. Um, we can, which is why we probably could add double figures if we were more clinical. This goal is no different, but yeah, Rio Hardy found space, ran through, and it was such a tidy we finished, dinged over the keeper into the corner. Lovely. I know we are both big fans of Krusty Howard. We voted for the Gallant Fuse Player of the Year last year. Where did you make it this um, partnership? Because obviously, I know I got it wrong, I, I said she scored last week when she didn't, they, but two goals without, two games without any goals, but I still think she's played well in both games. Uh, I don't think um, I don't think we necessarily need both strikers to be chipping in with sixty goals a season as long as we are getting the goals in general. Absolutely not. Look, I really like Costello as I think I've I've said before. Her work ethic is phenomenal. She I don't think anyone worked harder than her on the pitch today. It just one of those days for her as well. Just any shot she had. Um, anytime she tried to make something happen it didn't seem to come off for her and it's just one of those days Like I think she'll probably be a bit disappointed she's still not got off the mark in the league um, considering we've scored 11 goals in the last two games however a work ethic for the team is second to none and it'll definitely come for her The last goal came from a, a goal line to Ash um, lovely ball in from the corner from from Kirsty McLean again I mean this might be called the Kirsty McLean podcast uh, this afternoon but um it's one of those ones. At first, I thought um, Jodie McLeary stopped it going in. Don't really know what happened, but Cathy Hill got it over the line in the end. Um, and again, it's just the fourth and fifth goal. Uh, Aberdeen did start to capitulate a wee bit as Rangers grow stronger into the game, but finished the game very, very strongly. A couple of subs at the end, I just want to get your thoughts on. Um, Michelle Coulson came on, um, replaced. Uh, Chelsea corner and we we were surprised at that also last week we seen Michelle Coulson go straight in for Cathy Hill at centre back we seen Cathy Hill go to the left centre back and Nicola Doherty go into the middle of the park um, I thought that was a uh, she seemed to do alright for the last 10 minutes but big weekend for her um, first game as captain moving for the left back right in the middle of the park what was your is that I clearly I think a lot of the we can see with Joe Pot plays, there's just a lot of fluidity in the formation and Gay were playing three. Coulson comes on who's she's a she's a towering player as well. I don't know how much more we'll, we'll see of her and whether it's fitness, I'm I'm not sure. Um like we touched on Hill, I thought Hill had a really good game today. She got a goal. I could not have told you at the game that it was Hill that scored it, mind you, until the announcer told us it was such a messy scrimmage, but she'll she'll take it. Um but yeah, Coulson again, good to see her. I, I think we'd spoke last week, we'd maybe expect to see more of her, but yep, she got in again at the end, and, and obviously Jordan again coming on for, for Berry, and, and Joe Potter spoke in, spoke in the interview, just the youngsters are maybe getting a bit more game time than she'd maybe want them to at this point due to their injuries, but um, they've got to they've got to grab it when it comes, and just now, as we can see in the first two league games, they're, they're taking those chances. Aye. Well, Going ahead to next week, I think that will be. We obviously go to Hearts midweek, um, and what they'll be. Um, I know I'll say Tin Castle, but I don't know where they play. Um, and then back at Broadwood for Glasgow City. 
think those will be tougher games and I do think we need to convert a bit more because we won't get the same amount of chances, particularly against Glasgow City, we won't get the same amount of chances that we're getting in the last two weeks. If we are, if we do take as long as we do to warm up and be clinical, then I think we could face a wee bit of bother. I think the Hearts game's going to give us a good give us a good wee idea of exactly where we're at just now. Look, Hearts last season, we dropped, dropped a few points against them, yes. Second last game of the season, we kind of absolutely blasted them, but in the games before that, we dropped we dropped some silly points. So I think this is going to give us a good marker, see exactly where we are. Hearts are a good team. Hearts at home as well, so we'll see. Um, and obviously, yes, the biggie next week at home at Glasgow City, defending champions. Again, that's that's going to be big, and, and we need our we need our players to to be the the top. So obviously, the um, as I've put in the show description, Joe Potter's comments will be on just after this recording. But Graham, um, thanks for joining. But same as last week, who was your player of the match? Any Esther, Kirsty McLean, easy, without a doubt. But McCauley close second uh, again. Good to have these youngsters to pick from, but for me, everything seemed to go through McLean today, and she was excellent. She's she recycles the ball so well. She she's so good at looking forward first. So she doesn't just take it in and play play it back straight away. Like she always looks to turn first and. It, she doesn't play it forward for the sake of playing it forward. She'll pick your passes right, but that did help us get up the pitch very, very well today. Um, so that's two for two for Kirsty McLean. But thanks for joining me, Graham, and thank you for all the listeners as always. Um, let us know what you think about these women's show, and um, yeah, we'll speak to you again next time. Cheers, Colin. Good day to be a Blue Nose. So, what was your thoughts on today, Joe? Um, I was pleased with the result in the end. Um, not too pleased with the performance along the way. I think um, we made it a little bit more difficult for ourselves than what it could have been and probably should have been. But I'm still happy with that we scored goals and we managed to create many, many chances again. So, yeah, coming away with, with a, a few goals and a flurry towards the end is, is pleasing. Last week you spoke about the amount of chances you were creating. Yep. Um, obviously the first half. Did have a few chances weren't quite clinical enough. Is yes. that just saying? A little bit, and I and I get that. You know, Faye Kirby's a great keeper. She's come up from Liverpool, and you know, she's she's a high caliber of keeper. We were making her make saves, so we can't really forget that. But still, I'd still like us to, you know, finish those chances a few more times to just to put us a little bit more at ease going into half time and take that pressure off a little bit. But yeah, as I say, we got there in the end. It just took us longer than what I would have liked it to. What was the message to players at halftime then? Because as you say, look. Rangers were dominant in the first half. Yeah. Not capitalising on the chances, maybe like Aberdeen in after taking yeah. the lead. So, what did you say to players after? I said that at half time we need to make sure we're doing our basics a little bit better. I said that you know we are creating these chances. We've got to be a little bit more ruthless at times. I think I think we're too nice sometimes. Just to it's okay for keepers to make saves and we just allow that to happen. You know we need to be a little bit more dominant in those areas and score those chances and, and get our noses ahead a little bit earlier and make sure that we're sustaining attacks when when we're attacking higher up the pitch. Our defenders need to make sure we're defending and you know every time they go and attack up the other end they're not getting a chance from it so we need to make sure we're sustaining tax a little bit better in the in the opposition half well, we both thought um, amongst others McLean had a, a great game today it seemed to be that everyone went through oh, what's your thoughts in working with her so far yeah I do I, I keep you know dipping things into her week by week just giving her little nuggets to try and take on board that we can just 
hopefully tweak and enhance her game a little bit because she's such a pivotal position. We all know that. She's such a pivotal player for us, but we've still got to remember that she's she's still very, very young. So it's trying to look after her a little bit and just add, to, add little strings to her bow and just hopefully see her over the year uh, flourish and, and become even better than she is now. Yeah. Last week we've all watched the lyrical about uh, Jodie McCleary this week. It's Mia McCauley pulling up with two goals. Absolutely. And that's what we want to see from our youngsters. I think it's we want to be able to allow them to flourish and allow them to go and express themselves and you know by giving them a little bit of license to go and attack freely we know that's what they do well so we want them to not be afraid of doing that and just keep bringing that week in week out just lastly Julian how far away are these guys from there's a couple of them that are not too far um, obviously it it brings our age range down a little bit and you know puts brings our, our kids have to play a little bit more than what I'd like them to at the moment so you know, hopefully they're not too far away, but you know they're key players to the team and to the squad. So the sooner we can get them back, the better for me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. No worries. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. 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 C